Welcome to the Warrior Families Movement, where we learn how to create lives and homes in which you and your family are all passionately engaged in using your gifts and the fight for good. I'm your host, Karen Bates, and I'm excited to journey with you as we learn to let go of the weights of distraction, perfectionism, comparison, and control so we can freely walk with courageous purpose and loving presence on our unique path. Each episode is designed to shine light on a step you can take toward your inspired dreams and vision for lifting your family and lighting the world. Hello, everyone. I am super excited about today's episode because I love nature. And I think it is an antidote to the screen time that our kids and us are exposed to so often nowadays. I think nature grounds us to what is real. It keeps us humble. It clears our thoughts. It puts life into perspective. I think it also connects us to God and connects us to each other. I find that I can feel God's love in every flower, every sunrise, um, every sunset, and the way the light reflects off the water. It's just everywhere. And... I also feel like nature is God's open book for us to learn from. I've often found that each of his creations has so many life lessons to teach me. My family and I are leaving today to go on a camping geology tour, and I'm super excited. I've always loved learning about rocks. I have a rock collection. I just think that they're so beautiful and so interesting. On this trip, they're going to teach us about different rocks and how they're formed and show us how there is a lot of evidence in rocks that show that there was a worldwide flood. I think it's going to be fascinating. I started looking at science theories that were different than the regular ones that I learned at school a couple of years ago. When I first told some of my kids about how some of these scientific theories were different than the ones that we had been taught at school, a couple of them thought that it was crazy that anyone would presume to throw out these different theories when the current scientific thought was pretty much considered fact by all of the scholars. And there's thousands of scientists that have studied the evidence for those theories over the last couple hundred years. Plus, these experts have many years of schooling behind them. Why would anyone with any sense believe otherwise? So then I reminded them of the many biographies we've read about scientists and how almost every major scientific breakthrough we've read about has initially been met with ridicule. How these scientists were always laughed at, sometimes kicked out of communities, especially the scientific communities, and sometimes even thrown in jail or put to death. It always took several years for people to accept what they discovered. I reminded them that it's okay not to believe something someone is teaching you after you do your own research and study it out, but it is ignorant to discount it and to close your mind to it just because it's different than what everyone thinks or what the scientific community is currently teaching. I told them that I was hoping to raise open-minded kids who were willing to listen to all points of view and look for truth in everything. One man who taught me that science was exciting as a quest for truth and that it is supposed to be about questioning everything with an open mind was Vince Neumeyer. His vast knowledge floored me as I heard him share counter-arguments with so much evidence against some of the theories that I had been taught. Before this, I thought these theories were pretty indisputably true because of all the evidence I had learned that supported them. I met Vince Neumeyer after a friend attended one of his lectures. She told me she loved hearing about the scientific evidence of the theory of intelligent design that was all around us because she, like me, had never been taught about it. She loved what he had to say so much that she approached him after the lecture and asked if he'd be willing to teach a class or do a presentation to youth because she wanted her kids to hear what he was presenting and to be able to ask him questions. He said he'd be happy to teach, and so I took my kids to his presentation too. I think every skeptic who walked into that lecture and then asked him questions left feeling enlightened and convinced that there was so much more we had to learn that we hadn't even been taught to notice. 
I was personally surprised to learn that the theory of intelligent design and the theory of evolution contradicted each other in many ways. I had made my understanding of science fit with my faith in some creative ways, but I knew that there were pieces that didn't really fit, but it didn't really bother me, and I still don't have a very strong opinion about it one way or the other. I haven't studied science long enough or deep enough to feel very strongly about the theories presented to me, but I've just figured that things will sort themselves out in the end if I hold on to what I know is true. I've had so much evidence in my life that God loves me and cares about me personally that scientific theories weren't going to cause me to doubt any of it. However, I did have some kids that were very black and white thinkers and who I knew would want to know more about how these things could fit together. I had learned a lot of evidence for evolution because that was something I'd been taught in all of my science classes through all of my schooling, but I had never been taught that there were other viable theories. In fact, I, like my kids, wondered how serious researchers could discount all of the evidence for a theory that had been so well documented and so well researched for almost 200 years. The evidence Vince talked about in that lecture and subsequent lectures I heard him teach was very convincing, though, so much so that I became pretty curious about why I hadn't heard any of it before and why, if it was true, it wasn't also being taught to us at school. The answer was pretty simple. I learned about it when my friend invited me to a meeting where her researchers, educators, and scientists got together to discuss ways to get this information out to more people. I was surprised to learn that these incredibly intelligent people were expressing a very sincere concern about the lopsided education most of us were receiving. Part of the tragedy was that science had become a pretty boring subject to most kids. It was taught as facts to memorize for tests instead of as a quest for truth with questioning and discovering. Wouldn't it be cool if we could listen to a variety of theories and discuss them and come to our own conclusions? So why wasn't it being done? Well, even though there was just as much and even more evidence, honestly, for the theory of intelligent design as there was for evolution, and in fact, a lot of it was the same evidence interpreted through different assumptions. The evidence for intelligent design pointed to the idea of a creator, which sounds an awful lot like we're talking about God, and God had to be kept out of the discourse of public schools. So interestingly, that made it so we could only learn and teach about the evidence for the theory of evolution. And by that, I don't mean adaptation or microevolution, which we all know is true. I mean that species were formed into different and new species over millions of years because of natural selection. So of course, I had to know for myself if there was anything to what these people were saying. It seemed kind of far-fetched to me that all of this could have been completely off my radar for so long. And the evidence for evolution seemed to me to be so strong. I just do think that whether we believe all we have been taught about evolution or not, it is super important that our kids are aware that there are other viable theories that have extremely compelling evidence as well, and that they have the resources to learn about them too, because they will only learn about the evidence for the theory of evolution in any government school. I'll put some resources for learning more in the show notes. But as you can probably guess, trying to get the intelligent design evidence out to people who have been so well educated on the evidence for evolution and have been teaching it for years can be a very uphill battle. And that is why I have come to greatly respect men like Vince Neumeyer and many, many others who are fighting this uphill battle because they love truth and want us all to see how easy it is to see it in all the world around us when we're willing to lay aside certain assumptions we have been taught to believe. Another reason I love listening to Vince's story that you're about to hear is because he shares how he has been fascinated by science from an early age. He was curious about how things worked and his father would often teach him. It was a great reminder for me that we're born with certain interests and into certain circumstances and families that will lead us to finding the unique way we can contribute to making the world a brighter place. So here is Vince Neumeyer. Hi, Karen. 
Thanks for inviting me on your Warrior Family podcast. Yes, I have been nudged along my path of life from time to time. When I was just very young, my, my dad never read to me bedtime stories, nor did my mom. When I was a little bit older, my dad did read me some some Huckleberry Finn and, and some of those kinds of stories. But uh, those were pretty rare compared to the discussions of science that we had. But he sat on the end of my bed and he would tell me about how things worked. And I was fascinated. I loved science. I loved to know how things worked and what made things go. Another thing that my dad taught me and impressed upon my mind as well as my, my grandfather is a love of liberty, a love of the Constitution, a love of freedom. You never know how your influence may perpetuate through society. Like a a drop of water into a pond or throwing a rock into a pond, those ripples spread out further and further and affect more and more people. Well, that too has been my experience in seeing the effect of other people's life on me and sometimes, surprisingly, my effect on other people. When I was in my early teens, my dad gave me a book and it tackled a number of the questions that people might have concerning the church and science. And I was fascinated with that book, and I I really took it to heart. And it's not that I took that information and it just became a core part of me that never was challenged, but it gave me a different perspective. I came to realize that there can be powerful evidence which supports a totally different conclusion from some of the popularized scientific thinking of the day. But that also led me to a deep search, a search about what is true in science and how does science fit true religion. Having people give you good directions and support and good background is really not enough in life. You really need to take advantage of opportunities to prepare yourself so that when opportunities come, you can respond with some useful purpose. I had taken a lot of time to study in depth the issues about evolution and and about the uh, evidence that challenges the traditional evolutionary concepts or or belief systems. That came to be very useful information in about 2006 when there was a bill before the state legislature that essentially said evolution is a theory and there are other theories to explain our origins. As simple as that little bill was, it took a firestorm of criticism. There were other instances and experiences and people along the way, like Kent Huff, who I got talking to about some of my experiences, some of my research, and he suddenly says, well, you really ought to get with Discovery Institute. Here, let's call them. I'll get them on the phone. But perhaps more importantly, I wanted to focus on how I think God has put people in my path of which I could affect in a positive way. And I recall one time, and I've had many experiences like this, very many, but one time I was hiking along. I like to go up into the mountains. I sometimes refer to these mountains around here as as my office because I go up there to study things and to be away from the din of the world and to be able to uh, appreciate the world as it really is intended as it was created, you might say. Well, one time I was hiking along, and I was kind of in la-la land. I wasn't really paying much attention, but I turned off the, the main trail, and I was just on this very, very narrow path. 
And sitting down in this path was this young woman. As I approached, I could see she seemed somewhat troubled or dis disheartened. And we got to talking, and I, I learned that she had had some very difficult things happen in her life. And she had lost her faith in, in God. So we got to talking, and I was able to point out to her all the many evidences right before us that testify of a creator and a creation that could not happen except for there be some intelligent being. And uh, it changed her life. You never know what words you say and what effect you can be on other people, either positive or unfortunately negative. And so I hope that, Karen, I hope that we all can prepare ourselves to be someone who lifts people up, who gives people hope, who gives people reason for living and for life, a reason to believe in God, a reason to believe in His plan of salvation. So thanks very much, Karen, for letting me speak for a few minutes. Thank you so much, Vince. I will put a link to Vince's website on the show notes, along with other resources that I mentioned that have helped me learn about this different perspective a little bit better. Please email me with any questions you have about this or any of the other podcast episodes. I would love to do an episode on some of your questions or the things that you've been thinking about. So let me know and I will talk to you soon.